Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Good morning, H-Town. Time to go to work. We understand that totality of the season on what's going on. Uh, do I expect to be back? Yeah, I expect to be back. You know, absolutely. No need for hypotheticals. I can't get into those. Do I expect to? Yes. Today, we won. That was Lovey Smith following yesterday's game, 32-31 win with air quotes around it, over the Indianapolis Colts. Asked, does he expect to be back in 2023? He said yes. Twice said yes, he expects to be back. Overnight, Lovey Smith fired as Texans head coach. Season wraps up. lot to dig into today here on the show a reaction Monday we're reacting to the end of the season we're reacting to the Texans beating the Colts and falling from the number one overall pick to the number two overall pick I thought that would be the big thing we were reacting to this morning I thought that as Lovey Smith goes maybe there there would be some talk and conjecture about whether or not he would be back but Seth as we welcome everybody in here on a Monday Sean Pendergast and Seth Payne we wake up this morning and the Texans for the third straight January are in the market for a head coach. And unlike last year with David Culley, where they kind of let that thing twist for a few days, they wasted no time. I don't even know if Lovey Lovey Smith's feet hit the ground at the airport before he was fired this time around. Yeah, I know. I wonder if if maybe like the private jet was racing the chartered airliner that they use for the team flight back home so that Cal could be waiting for him on the tarmac. I don't know. Uh, This is – a lot of people were making – after the game, they, there's shots of Cal McNair looking maybe agitated, I don't know, on the field uh, immediately after the game, <laughs> after Lovey Smith went for two. I don't, I don't think it would have come to a surprise to anyone in the NFL that the head coach was trying to win the final game. Um, that's just, it's just not the way it works. Look at what happened. Look at what happened last year when the owner of the Dolphins, uh, d- 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 Probably made a joke about tanking, and it became the subject of a lawsuit. So you you got to be super <laughs> careful about thinking that the owners are, like, encouraging coaches to lose or expect to lose. Sean, though, okay, so uh, Lovey Smith fired. We've got a lot to get to with that. We uh, The Texans have the number two overall pick, and uh, people have varying levels of disappointment and anger with that. I just want to point out, for uh, as I've been trying to tell you, for months and months here, hey, this uh, whatever percent chance you have of having the number one overall pick, be careful. It's not as uh, much of a landslide as you think. I'm looking at the win probability of the Texans game yesterday, Mm -hmm. where at the absolute peak, with 58 seconds left in the fourth quarter, the Colts had a 97.3% win probability. You're looking at ESPN GameCast. So there was yes. a 2.7% chance yep. that the Texans wouldn't get the number one overall pick yep. in that instance. Davis Mills unleashes a Hail Mary. Uh, the Colts 
decide uh, Colts player decides to try to intercept it instead of bat it down, and it goes right through. In the classic, hey, that's why you're a defensive back and not a wide receiver moment. The uh, the ball falls harmfully to Jordan Akins. Harmfully. <laughs> who had a hell of a game, by the way. Dude. Poor Jordan Akins. Yeah. Poor Jordan Akins. Everybody, everybody won't shut their yaps about uh, how awful it is that the Texans lost the number one overall pick. Meanwhile, Jordan Akins was just out there uh, catching touchdown passes and running after the catch all over oh, the place. Two-point conversion to win the game. They converted yeah. a two-point conversion. My God. He scored. The dude scored 14 points. Yeah. Two touchdowns and a two-point conversion all by himself. He did. He did. It was a good fantasy week for Jordan Aiken. So, yeah, so the Texans, I, we'll get to the reaction to that. That's that's the falling from number one to number two. I I think it's one of those things where the perception of it, the reality of it, is far more benign than the perception of falling from one to two, depending on how you feel about Bryce Young or, more importantly, how Nick Casario feels about Bryce Young. As far as Lovey Smith goes, uh, not surprised. In fact, let's lay this out here for a second because I think there's going to be a lot of people – I think today, where I, I, it's hard to defend the uh, a head coach of a three thirteen and one team that was so bad in so many key areas, and that trusted Pep Hamilton with this offense, and the offense regressed in every way, shape, and form. Even with Damian Pierce running the ball the way that he did this year, this was a horrible, horrible, horrible offense. There are going to be people wondering why did you stop at just Lovey Smith and Pep Hamilton, especially after yesterday on Fox. Jay Glazer in laying out the landscape for head coaches and GMs as we get into Black Monday. He laid it out this way. Denver Broncos, Jerry Rossberg, he's going to be out there. Jeff Saturday, Steve Wilkes, they're both going to interview for those jobs. Steve Wilkes, if he won the division, he had a better chance to return. But also, these teams in question. Cliff Kingsbury up there, the Arizona Cardinals, I think Steve King and Cliff Kingsbury. Wouldn't be surprised if both of them are gone. Levy Smith and his GM, Nick Casario, either one or both, they'll be gone after this year as well. All right, so there you go. There was that. Lovey Smith and Nick Casario, either one or both, will be gone. Jake Glazer was right. One of them is. The other one is going to be part of the coaching search. The other one put out a statement on Lovey Smith's firing. So anybody thinking that this was going to be Cal McNair hitting a red button and nuking the whole thing, it's not the case. In fact, Nick Casario is directly mentioned in Cal McNair's statement that he released about Lovey Smith's firing. Nick Casario and I spoke with Lovey Smith tonight and informed him that we will be making or we will be moving in a different direction as an organization. Nick himself put a statement out thanking Lovey Smith for his contributions to the organization and talking about finding the head coach moving forward and that he's confident in the direction of our football program moving forward. I don't think it's surprising. I do think there will be people wondering um, why you didn't just blow everything up and I think you and I are both have both said I think that I I don't think Nick should be fired. I think based yeah. on the situation that he inherited, I think inheriting the sort of global carnage that he did with an organization and a roster and a salary cap is different than inheriting a roster for a season. I think it's apples and oranges a little bit with a head coach and a GM, not completely, but a little bit. And I do think I do think this team is much better positioned to get a good candidate this time around to replace Lovey Smith than they have been the last two coaching cycles. Yeah, the I, I don't know. The thing that people keep conveniently forgetting nationally, not outside of Houston, but nationally, despite the fact that one of the very, very biggest stories in the offseason was the trading of Deshaun Watson, people have forgotten that the last two coaches for the Texans were hired while Deshaun Watson was actively demanding a trade. 
The first, the first hire in David Cully. Honestly, the first hire in David Cully, if it were under normal circumstances, it would be 100% unforgivable. I still am skeptical of it, even under the circumstances at the time, because the Texans didn't know about the sexual assault allegations at that point. So I don't, I don't know at what point, other than that if they felt, and I don't believe this, but maybe they, maybe they felt like, Deshaun was definitely going to get traded at that point, and they were going into reset mode. Then you hire a coach like David Culley, who's just going to be a, a caretaker for a little bit. Um, that was the, the David Culley hire was a failure on multiple levels. The, the Lovey Smith hire was a failure just in that they had gotten themselves to a point where they needed to rescue themselves with a Lovey Smith hire. They were on the brink of hiring Josh McCown. Um, they were getting sued by Brian Flores and the, the Brian Flores consideration as a candidate felt kind of fugazi itself. So it was a, it was a weird scenario of the Texans own doing, but the actual hiring of Lovey Smith and then a firing a year later shouldn't come as a surprise to people who've been paying attention. I think it's, it's just people outside of Houston that like to do the flyby like, Oh, okay. I haven't paid attention to the Texans really since the Deshaun Watson draft and, uh, or the Deshaun Watson trade. And, uh, here's another weird scenario. So damn stupid Texans. Well, that's, that's where it would be fun to go back and listen to. And the only one I've listened to, cause it just happened at 1030 last night, the fire of Lovey Smith. The only one I've had a chance to hear was Dan, Damon Amanda Lara on CBS before our show, because that's what's on in the studio here. And you could have taken whatever these guys were all saying nationally about Cully getting fired and just Mad Lib Lovey Smith's name into it, and it's the yeah. same take. They, that was a horrible team. He actually won three games and got a tie with that team. Look, they were actually competitive in some games, and that's where the danger really comes in at looking at games like the Dolphin game. Hey, 30-15, to 15, they covered the spread in that game. Yeah, they were losing 30 to nothing at halftime and had like five yards of offense in that game. So, yeah, I that's the, the national perspective – the, the the national media will not be kind to the Texans today. I can promise you that. Um, the um, I would love to hear what the take was from all these people who are going to be criticizing the Texans. And look, I'm not saying the Texans don't deserve criticism. They're three thirteen and one this year. There's plenty to criticize. To me, firing Lovey Smith is not one of those things. I would love to hear what the take was for all these people when they hired Lovey Smith back in yeah. January because nobody was saying hire Lovey Smith, hire Lovey Smith. Yeah, that's. I, I saw a couple people pose that question, which was okay. You're um, you're besides yourself with rage that the Texans fired a good man like Lovey Smith. Is he on your list now of top candidates? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean the guy hasn't had a winning record as a head coach since two thousand. Yeah. 12 it's it's been a really rough go of it Aaron Wilson had a story and at click to Houston.com where they basically you know he's painted by a few sources as a guy that was quote unwilling to adapt his patented and outdated cover two scheme despite its predictability uh, he also mentioned that he wouldn't accept input or advice from others and you know does that mean Nick Casario, perhaps, or or other people in the organization. Uh, uh, take your guess, uh, but it, it did not end well for Lovey Smith. Other than the fact that he's going to get paid for a little while. Yeah, longer, sure. yeah, he is. Yeah. He's he's going to get paid. That's a nice little golden parachute. All right, we're off and running. Big news this morning: Lovey Smith. I don't think a shock, but fired as Texans head coach late last night. So Black Monday is off and running in the in the NFL. We'll see what other jobs wind up opening up. But the Texans now for the third time in three Januaries, are searching for a new head coach. Um, meanwhile, in the actual game yesterday, um, this was the angriest that I've seen 
the fan base since the DeAndre Hopkins trade. The post-game show yesterday following a win over the Colts. We'll explain next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.